0: Mornings on SEN. Well, as far as dress rehearsals go, the Matilda's passed with flying colours. Our women took out the Cup of Nations last night as we build up towards the FIFA Women's World Cup in Australia and New Zealand, of course, later this year. Former Matilda and 10 football expert and broadcaster Grace Gill was there, and she's now with us. Good
1: morning, Grace. Morning Sam, thanks very much
0: for having me. For 3-0 over Jamaica last night at McDonald Jones Stadium. This this was just a nice little piece of icing on a on a very good looking cake in recent weeks.
1: Look, it was a very nice way to finish off the Cup of Nations. And the Matildas, um, not, all, not the most overly convincing performance for the majority of the match, but in the end, got a really good result. And, and obviously, just the silverware is a huge part of, of this team's progress as well.
0: I know what you're saying, but I tell you what, there was nothing unconvincing about that Caitlin Ford strike in the 69th <laughs> minute. That was top draw.
1: She's a class player, and Caitlin Ford hitting finishes like that, that that was sort of the prime moment of the night for me. I thought that would sort of epitomise the type of player she is and, and really nice to see her get on the score sheet.
0: So they played the three games. Of course, they swept the Czech Republic early on, uh, back on the 16th. That was 4-0, but the one that really jumped off the page was the victory on Sunday, wasn't it, against Spain. The three goals in the first half, they hung on a bit at the end, but 3-2 against a quality opponent in Spain. That, that one really caught the eye
1: it did and Spain they're a team that are ranked 7th in the world, they're a, a giant in women's football so that was always going to be the biggest test of these three matches and still you'd have to say there was room for improvement in the Matildas in that performance, a great first half as you've mentioned there but the second half got a little bit hairy towards the end nonetheless they were able to hold on for the win but um, getting a result against Spain was always going to be a, a real confidence booster.
0: So Tony Gustafsson of course uh, as the manager, this is his uh, first piece of silverware since he took over as head coach back in, in 2021 and they're playing an attractive brand, though, aren't they, Grace? Like they're scoring. I think ten goals across this tournament um, suggests as much as that. But even before this, I think it's now maybe six or seven on the bounce, and they're they're finding the back of the net consistently.
1: Yeah, and it's really pleasing to see because you're, you're right. At the start of his tenure, the, the Childers' style wasn't exactly humming along nicely and it's taken quite some time for the team to come together and perform in the way they are now. Now they're playing a pretty adaptable style of football. We saw over the last three games that there was some variation in formation and personnel on the field as well. But ultimately, still being able to get results when there is still that room for improvement is you know, perhaps the most important thing for this team.
0: So what level of optimism, as we sit here now, a few months out from the World Cup, should... Should we have about a World Cup on on our own shores uh, coming up in, in July and August, Grace? I mean, should we be really excited? Should we temper that somewhat? I mean, for those who are thinking of getting along and follow it from afar, how would you condition our excitement?
1: Yeah, well, I think, first of all, that that point about it being a home World Cup is the biggest point for the Matildas, because last night in Newcastle, 9,000 people, but come that opening game against the Republic of Ireland, that is at an 80,000-seater. So in terms of excitement, I wouldn't be tempering any excitement. It's (laughs) going to be huge for the Matildas and and how they can go in the the World Cup, in the tournament. Look, I think realistically, they can either top their group or get out of their group in, in the opposition that they do have. So I think Australia fans, football fans, need to get on board in the biggest way possible because this is genuinely a once in a lifetime opportunity to see the Matildas on home soil at a World Cup.
0: Now, we saw the Men's World Cup from afar, of course, in in Qatar, and we saw the scenes at Fed Square and right across the country. Absolutely phenomenal the way they captured the public's imagination. It does whet the appetite, doesn't it, for what the women are going to potentially be able to garner on home shores with massive stadiums, I guess the star power of of, um, of someone like uh, Sam Kerr, I mean, it, it could be absolutely enormous.
1: I think it will be, and I think that's right. The Socceroos, from afar, garnered all that attention and the support from the community. So to actually have that on our home soil here, just down the road, getting along to these games, players like Sam Kerr, Caitlin Ford, Hayley Russell, who was exceptional in this series as well and unfortunately has broken her hand, the poor thing, but she, she was fantastic too. And in the crowd, watching families, um, old and young alike, and, and little boys and girls too, wearing Sam Kerr shirts is just the most, the most <laughs> exciting part about this tournament.
0: That is pretty cool. So, Grace, what happens from here for for our girls? I mean, I imagine they go back to club duty now. Is there another assignment prior to the World Cup or they'll gather with Tony on the eve of it to prepare as normal?
1: No, look, there is another couple of international windows, so you're right. They'll head back to their home clubs for a lot of the girls that's over in England in the WSL. Um, They'll return to – the group will return together uh, in England to play England in April, which has just been announced in the last 48 hours. So that will be a huge game. England, as we know, they won the Women's Euros just last year and they are genuinely World Mm. Cup contenders. So I think that will be a huge test for the Matildas. And there's expected to be uh, another short window as well, a bit later in the year, but before – before the World Cup. So still a couple of opportunities for the squad to get together and fine-tune some of those last moments and those, those last details going into the World Cup, uh, but a, a big one with this Cup of Nations trophy to take home.
0: And you mentioned that, uh, that the group uh, stage opponents for July, the Republic of Ireland initially on the 20th, and then they've got uh, Nigeria and Canada, Canada to follow to get out of that group. Uh, I can't wait for Grace. It's going to be so exciting, and uh, the Cup of Nations only uh, wet the appetite further. Thanks so much for your insights this morning.
1: Thanks very much.